welcome to the Money Mindset Hub podcast. I'm your host, Carla Townsend, a money mindset and success coach on a mission to normalize feminine wealth through empowering the minds of fierce females in business because the world needs more kind-hearted women like you with deep pockets. So let's get started. Before we dive into this week's episode, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you by the brand new free money archetype quiz that I have just put on the Money Mindset Hub website. So your money archetype is essentially your money personality and it's the theme of the patterns, habits and behaviors that you naturally gravitate towards and emulate in your life, both consciously and unconsciously. So there are eight different archetypes. Maybe you are the accumulator or the alchemist, the connector, the celebrity, the maverick, the nurturer, the romantic, or the ruler. If you want to know what one you are, go ahead and take the quiz. The link is in the show notes and also go to moneymindsethub.com forward slash quiz. Go and take the quiz now, max 10 minutes. It is so insightful to understand how to leverage your strengths and also transcend your challenges. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Money Mindset Hub podcast. I'm your host, Carla Townsend. And if you are new here, I am so excited to meet you. I am a money mindset and success coach for female entrepreneurs This is just my jam. I love this stuff. I love everything to do with business, with money, with success, with developing and transcending who you are and becoming who you desire to become. So, I mean, that's just a whole nother topic in itself, really, but I'm so glad you're here. I hope that you resonate with this episode and there is... There's plenty more episodes to come. Let's just put it like that. So many incredible guests lined up for this year. It is just remarkable. I know you're going to get so much out of it, especially if you are in business, new to business, desire to have a business, stay tuned. You're going to learn so many different nuggets of wisdoms and ways that you can develop yourself and also highlight the areas that you need to potentially grow and evolve and all of that. It's just a, it's a whole jam. So personal development has been something I've been doing for a solid decade now. And honestly, the person that I was five years ago, 10 years ago is not who I am today, is not who I am today. It is crazy. So I mean, we're going to get into it in this episode about how to become one of the lucky ones and how to do that really with a science back hack. First off, I just want to kind of give you a bit of a summary and catch you up on what's been happening this week because this is where I I spill the juice, I guess, spill the juice. I don't even know if that's a saying or if I just made that up, but (laughs) if you know, you know, I always mash up sayings. Like there'll be one saying and everyone knows it, but I'll like blend it perfectly with two and just say it with such confidence. (laughs) So anyway, this week has been so magical. Yesterday was a cracker of a day. I booked a holiday, booked a holiday for my family of five. We are going back to Bali literally for 18 days. I was like, that is a whole bloody vibe. I've been hanging to get back to Bali. I've wanted to get back there. It's honestly my happy place. It has been so long since we have traveled and you know, Mick and I used to travel at least once or twice a year overseas uh, up until the pandemic. And then we just haven't. So this will be the first time with all five of us because we actually had a baby in the pandemic. So now there's five instead of four. And I don't know, it's going to be so much fun. So I'm so excited for that. That'll be in like a few months time. 
and I'm just, I'm pumped. Even the kids are pumped. So that was amazing. And I also did a money archetype reading. Now you may, if you're on my email list, you may have seen me pop that in there. These money archetypes are something I have been diving heavily into over the last several months, probably actually probably more if I'm honest. And it really is going to so much deeper into my knowledge and depth around money mindset and what it takes to overcome and heal your money story, as well as identifying your strengths and your challenges and how to transcend them. I actually posted this on my stories earlier in the week. Whenever it comes to any sort of profiling system, like whether that's human design, whether it's Gene Keys, whether it's, you know, Myers-Briggs personality quiz or money archetypes, the profiling is never hard and fast, right? Just because a profiling system comes out and says, this is the way you are, these are your strengths, this is how you make decisions, this is how you should run your business, this is, this is you, you are not categorized by that and placed in a box unless you allow yourself to be placed in a box. So in my view, the profiling systems, it just gives you an area to explore. Like they're all just tools for self-exploration, but you get to decide who you become. You get to build yourself based off who you desire to become, not off what a profiling system tells you. Boom. I know. So (laughs) this is another area I've been diving into so much deeper lately and really immersing myself in this personality building world. And oh my God, my mind is so blown that I'm just so excited to build myself into exactly who I desire to become. And I've been building myself for a decade, but this is going to be so much more intentional. And yeah, I mean, watch this space, (laughs) watch this space. But yeah, so that's really what I want to say about that is the money archetype readings are definitely something I'm going to be bringing. It's going to be, it going to be a core pillar in my private coaching as well. And it's also going to be brought into my money methodology program to an extent because that's my signature money program. That's where all the gold lies. However, there, I want to have that personal aspect because it's very different to just finding out what archetype you are, reading it, and when there's actually so much more depth into that, you know, with the with the archetypes, there is your top archetype, but then you actually have your second and third. There's eight all up. They can also create a conflict with your top one. Like it's it's so much more intricate than just doing the quiz and finding out what you are. Wow, six minutes in and I haven't even gotten to the crux of what I actually wanted to talk about today. (laughs) But this is me and if you're an avid podcast listener of mine, you would know that I love a good tangent, but I'm here to storytell and connect and this is me. Like if you met me in person, this is literally what I'm like. We go everywhere. Anyway, in this episode, a science-backed hack to become the lucky one. So I really want to dive into how no matter what area of life you are looking to improve, there are always ways to attract success and luck. Even if you would genuinely think that you're unlucky, if you think you're unlucky in love, you're unlucky with money, you're unlucky with opportunities, like you're just unlucky person, you always hurt yourself. Whenever you think that, naturally you're going to look for evidence that you are in fact unlucky, right? To to instill that belief that yes, you are actually unlucky. So my husband, Mick and I were talking about this and we're saying, you know, if people think they're they're unlucky, of course, they're going to find more evidence that they're unlucky. And it actually came from him having a conversation with the bloke he works with the other week. And he was saying, I'm just so unlucky, you know, like things just keep stuffing up. But But the exact example that he gave Mick, that result of him being unlucky 
came directly from the action that he actually took. So he took an action. The result was going to lead to nothing but unlucky. And of course it did. Therefore, it was just bad karma, bad karma, bad luck. And yes, I am a huge believer in karma, good and bad. And this underlines every single decision that I make. And it, it's honestly, at the end of the day, I think every decision that you make, every intention that you have needs to be pure. Otherwise, I always think that karma is going to prevail. Anyway, I digress. But if you've ever watched Ridiculousness on MTV with Rob Deerdeck, I just, I friggin' love that show. Like that is our nightly show. Mick and I will watch one or two eps before we go to sleep. We're always in the comedy type space. Like we don't watch too much drama or actually we never really watch drama or anything like that anymore. But Ridiculousness on MTV is so good. So they have a segment called Instant Karma. And that's when someone goes to do something and it instantly hurts themselves. And it's like they've gone to do something with the intention of being a jerk and instantly they've hurt themselves in the process. Bad karma. So this is how beliefs are actually formed as children. So if you're told something about yourself as a child, your RAS, which stands for your reticular activating system, it is located in your brain within your hypothalamus and your brainstem. The RAS will look for every bit of evidence to back up that thought. Okay. So for example, if you were told as a child that you're not smart enough, your RAS, reticular activating system, will look for every bit of evidence to support the thought that you are not smart enough. Then this happens repetitively for years and that leads to adults that have a lack of self-confidence and a lack of self-belief because they formed that belief at a young age that they were not smart enough, their RAS did what it does and constantly looks for evidence to validate the thoughts that we have and then therefore that becomes our identity. We're just not someone who's smart. Another example is when you go to buy a car, right? Let's just say you've never even noticed this car before. Like you've never even thought that this was a possibility of you purchasing this car. Then all of a sudden you have a thought, okay, I'm going to buy a Range Rover. Next minute, all of a sudden you see Range Rovers everywhere, but you never noticed them before. But all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, did you see all the Range Rovers? It's because you've brought it to your awareness and now your RAS again is doing what it does. You've thought, okay, I want to buy a Range Rover. Your RAS is like, okay, well, here's the RAS that you were thinking about. And now I'm actually going to highlight it. So we're actually going to bring it to your awareness and not just in your unconscious awareness, right? There's different levels there. So the good thing is that you get to challenge all of these thoughts and you get to build a supportive belief system that debunks all the self-destructive beliefs that you have, that have held you back essentially. So if you truly believe that your success is inevitable, you will begin to see more reasons why this is true. So if you begin to tell yourself that you are lucky, you are lucky in business, you are lucky in love, you are lucky with money, then you will begin to collate evidence to back up the fact that yes, you actually are lucky. And it's kind of another way to say it is like when you're focusing with optimism, not pessimism, that's that's what you're going to notice, right? If you have an optimistic look outlook on life, like you're looking for the silver lining, when the shit hit the fan and you're like, okay, well, there's going to be a silver lining in this somewhere, you know, I'm looking for the gold. I'm looking for that the lesson. I'm looking for whatever it is. It's going to get better. I trust that it's going to get better. Of course, it's going to get better because that's what you're focusing on. When we fall into like this victim mentality and it's like, everything's happening to me. Why is this happening? This is shit. 
then we're going to feel obviously worse and we're going to be like, oh, of course that happened to me because I'm not smart enough and I'm not lucky and, you know, I'm not never going to be successful. When we stay in that like self-pity pit, that's when, of course, those thoughts are just going to continue to compound and anyway, we fall into this like little pit that we need to get ourselves out of. But we can flip that. We can choose to believe that we are whatever we choose to believe that we are. And it's possible for you as well. So if you believe that you can be wealthy, right? If you believe you can be wealthy, you can be free, your success is inevitable, this will then become possible for you because it will begin to plant itself in the realm of possibility for you, for your RAS. Hence, you'll begin to attract evidence to back up those thoughts. So that's why affirmations can be a really powerful tool too, you know, when you're trying to tell yourself that I am something. Now, sometimes you need to bridge that gap though and have more of a declaration over an affirmation. Now, the difference here is a declaration is I am becoming a wealthy person instead of going straight to the affirmation, which is I am wealthy. Because if you say I am wealthy and you're actually not wealthy, you're I mean, your conscious mind is going to go, no, that's not true. So if you declare then, like, I am becoming wealthy, I am going to develop a wealthy mindset. It's a declaration of commitment over an I am affirmation. I hope that makes sense. So the more you believe in your success and the more you believe you are lucky, the more the evidence of success and luck and gratitude as well will fall into your life naturally. This then raises that frequency in which you operate and increasing the action that you take, increasing those intuitive nudges that you get. And at the end of the day, when we take those intuitive nudges and we turn them into action, that is what cultivates that is what cultivates confidence in a person. So your confidence isn't created first, it's the action that is taken. So there's that intuitive nudge, you know, there's that ping. Then we take action because it feels bloody good because it's come from a ping. With that action and taking that action, no matter how scary it is, no matter how uncomfortable it is, that's when we build that confidence. Action creates evidence. Evidence creates confidence. So I want you to ask yourself this question if we go take it back to that becoming the lucky one, right? Being lucky in business, lucky in love, lucky in money, whatever it is that you are aiming to achieve and feel lucky with, what beliefs would you have if you already had the exact amount of money that you wanted, of health that you wanted, of wealth that you wanted, if you had the relationship that you wanted. Let me rephrase that because I threw in examples there at the same time. But what beliefs would you already have if you had exactly what you wanted right now? If you were already that really lucky person that had that thing you wanted, what would you believe? What does that version of you believe who's already got it? So your subconscious is more easily suggestible just as you wake up and as you're falling asleep. So an optimal time then to build on your belief system is the first part of your day or the last part of your day. So that's when you should sort of bring in those affirmations or declarations, whatever feels good to you. That's when, um, to be honest, that's when I often listen to guided visualizations. I do meditations most mornings and sometimes even at night as I'm falling asleep, I'll play things in my in my earphones if I don't feel like reading a book. So actually something I really wanted to mention here, I'm currently reading The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. Great book. It's such a good book so far. I think I'm like two thirds of the way through it and I'm loving it. 
It's definitely one that I'll go back and read again. Anyway, again, I want to wrap that up for you. So you get to be a successful person. You get to be the lucky person. You get to be lucky in wealth, in love, in business, in life, in all the things that you desire. Once you begin to tell yourself that it is possible for you, once you start to tell yourself that this is something that you choose to look for, like buying a car, right? So picture that I want to buy this new car. Actually, I want to be a lucky person. I want to be a lucky person. So where am I lucky now? Where am I already lucky? Now you've brought that to your awareness. So this is the beautiful part. Self-awareness is where every single thing starts. Once you've brought something to your awareness, your mind cannot help but actually find evidence for that thing. You're the one that gets to choose to reframe it if it doesn't serve you or not. So your beliefs can change. And honestly, I think that everything, everything stems from your thoughts. You're, you are not your thoughts. Let's just put it that way. You are not your thoughts. You can change your thoughts. But I believe that your mindset, your thoughts that then become your beliefs, then our beliefs become our overall arching mindset, right? Our default way of operating that either enhances our ability or it inhibits us from what we actually desire to achieve. I know that you can become a lucky one. I know that you can create the business that you desire. I know that you can create the wealth that you desire and attract the love that you desire. All of it. It's all available to you because it's all available to all of us, but to all of us, but it depends on what you focus on as to what you will see as to what your brain will continue to collect evidence for. So where are you lucky? If you want to be lucky, if you want to be wealthy, if you want to be healthy, if you want to be rich, if you want to be in love, where are you already those things? And what beliefs do you need to have? To have those things. If you've got them all, what do you believe? What do you believe? So I'm sure this gave you lots to think about and lots of areas to explore. And I would love to know what come up for you. So please share this episode to your stories and tag me at Money Mindset Hub because I'd love to know your takeaways. And if you know someone who needs to hear this, please share it with them. And remember, everything you desire and deserve is just on the other side of your own resistance. So keep moving forward. Thank you so much for being here and I'll catch you in the next episode.